and you're listening to Secure Ventures, the show that follows cutting-edge founders in the cybersecurity space to understand their plights, glories, and revolutionary products. With me today is Ari Jacoby. Ari is the CEO and founder of Deduce, which is aiming to democratize account takeover detection and prevention for the average company. Ari, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Kyle. Before we dive into Deduce, you've got quite an interesting background. You have a government and economics degree from Georgetown. What were you originally hoping to do after college? I thought I would go into a career in politics. I grew up inside the Beltway, right outside of Washington, D.C., in Bethesda, Maryland. Uh, and I thought a career in politics uh, would be for me. Um, you know, judging by the chaos recently, may, I may have made the right decision. <laughs> but you then started your first company, newsletters.com. What made you shift rather than going into politics? Yeah, newsletters.com was the proverbial dorm room startup. Um, that was a company that we started back in 1997. So it makes me feel really old. Uh, it was an aggregator and reseller of uh, traditionally expensive uh, paid newsletter and market research materials uh, that were offline. We digitized them. We created uh, a network for them. We were able to sell them piecemeal. So long story short, uh, if there was a $10,000 market research report on a particular industry and you only wanted to buy the third chapter, we could sell it to you for 500 bucks. That business lived on as marketresearch.com. Then after a few years, you moved into some more traditional roles. What triggered the switch? Well, we sold newsletters.com uh, to marketresearch.com. And I decided to work uh, at Reed Elsevier, RBI in particular, running internet business development. The internet was fairly young. Uh, I, uh, I had a fairly wide remit uh, over everything that was happening on the internet. Uh, and uh, the company sector uh, RBI was involved in, read business information, were trade magazines. Uh, this is a long time ago, but if I'm remembering correctly, it was about a billion two, a billion three in revenue with, uh, with titles like Interior Design Magazine that people are probably still familiar with, Variety Magazine, um, which was uh, a trade Hollywood rag. Um, and I was responsible for the internet ad inventory uh, and uh, made a deal with Google to sell it all. And then that inspired the move over to Google as a consultant as well? It did. It did. Google was then a private company. There were a couple hundred people in the New York office. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, and I went over it. I was a peon. Uh, went over, uh, tried to learn a whole heck of a lot, uh, spent about a year uh, in the vertical markets group, working for some terrific people, learning the ropes over there. Uh, and it inspired me uh, to start another company after I learned how difficult it was for small businesses to acclimate online and how important uh, the, the phone was to their business at the time, since most of their leads were coming in as phone calls. And that was Solve Media, correct? You know, actually, Kyle, that was a company called Voice Star. Um, and, uh, and Voicestar was a call tracking and phone analytics company, uh, 
that we built uh, and sold to media companies, other analytics firms, um, e-commerce platforms in order to track inbound calls and do real-time analytics. Uh, I tried to answer the question, where's my marketing spend going? Am I getting good value for a variety of different placements and provided a dashboard to understand uh, the number of calls that were coming in associated with uh, each individual media spend. We wound up selling that company to a public company called Marchex in 2007. Uh, we, we grew it a ton, I want to say six times maybe, uh, and left that business in 2009 to start Solve Media. I got ahead of myself. There have been a shocking number of exits you've presided over in the last several years. What was the story with Solve? Solve Media was really interesting. Um, it was a bit of a mullet company, um, I like to say. It was uh, business in the front, party in the rear. Uh, cybersecurity in the front, advertising in the back. Uh, we competed against Google's reCAPTCHA. So we were providing an anti-bot service to over 250,000 publishers online, websites online, including handling edge cases for CAPTCHA like Ticketmaster. Uh, and so if you'll remember the good old days of when we used to be able to go to concerts, for example, in sporting <laughs> events, um, you know, Ticketmaster uh, obviously took a lot of bot abuse uh, because of the richness of the secondary ticketing market. So, uh, so we, we built um, really sophisticated anti-bot technologies uh, going back, you know, 2009 through 2015, which is when we exited uh, Solve Media. Um, and our idea at the time uh, was instead of having people type in gobbledygook uh, that they're used to from, uh, from CAPTCHAs or, you know, clicking endlessly and mindlessly on the number of traffic lights only to get it wrong, uh, we had people type in slogans like Coke is it. So it was really the first instance of performance-based brand advertising where you could remember what you typed in. Um, and uh, that was a really interesting exercise. It was a very successful business uh, for a while and gave way ultimately uh, in 2015 to a data business called Circulate. Uh, we sold Solve Media, the advertising business. We really wanted to be on the identity side of data. We spun out uh, a data platform, data marketplace called Circulate. Uh, that business grew and grew and was acquired by Axiom's LiveRamp business very late into 2016. Right. And my understanding is security actually started for you uh, with Solve Media. So what caused the transition into the security space? We wanted to beat back the bad guys. That seemed like a, like a very good time. It seemed like there was a lot of fraud. We wanted to keep the internet safe. We were seeing all kinds of ridiculous fraud pop up and we wanted to be associated with stopping the bad guys. And it felt like a really interesting cat and mouse business, cat and mouse game. I guess it still is. So we got fascinated with the idea that we could leverage data from tons of different sites to keep the bad guys at bay and to 
keep all of our customers, those websites like Ticketmaster, safe from the scourge of bot abuse. And it was seminal for us in a lot of ways. It really taught us that this model could work, that bringing together many disparate data sources uh, and doing interesting things in and around machine learning, uh, which by the way, wasn't very popular back then. <laughs> Nobody was talking about it. Nobody was using it in venture capital slides. Before machine learning was the buzzword that it is today. That's, that, that, that's right. Now it's all the rage. Everyone's talking about it. Some folks are actually doing it. Um, we, were, we were doing it uh, pretty early on, I must say. So bringing it back to Deduce, you started Deduce in 2019. How did the mission of Deduce compare to that of Circulate and Solve Media? Yeah, at Solve Media, we were beating back uh, bots. Um, at, at Circulate, uh, we were looking to make sure that um, individuals uh, who were they who uh, who presented um, in the marketing and advertising world were who they claimed to be. Um, that was important for the buy side, the advertisers, uh, the, the the marketers, the agencies that supported them, the allied community. Um, there were tremendous learnings. In, at circulate uh, from an identity perspective, particularly with respect to how data flows. Arguably, the best data pipes in the world uh, are in the advertising and marketing business. There's common currency with respect to data in that business. Uh, most folks in the supply chain achieve attribution and get paid through that common currency. That was probably the biggest takeaway um, and the thing that we wanted to replicate in the cybersecurity risk and fraud business. Uh, and so we had a really interesting journey. Uh, when we exited the Circulate business um, in late 2018, like around Thanksgiving of 2018, we took it upon ourselves to have over 100 conversations with really senior security folks uh, that were deeply embedded, mainly in, in B2C companies, to learn about their biggest challenges. And our thesis at the time was, you know, we're really good at aggregating data. We're really good at, at deriving uh, practical insights from that data, dare I say actionable insights from that data. From an identity perspective, maybe we could be helpful in cybersecurity to solve some of these more vexing challenges. And the challenges that came up time and time again had to do with account takeover, ATO. And the market bifurcates ATO, as you probably are, are well aware, into the workplace side, the workforce side, and the consumer side. So you've got workforce side is BEC or business email compromise. And that's not our bag today. And you've got the consumer side. Um, and that's where we were focused in these, uh, in these CISO conversations. And we kept hearing over and over again, we have a very hard time, even as a big company with a lot of revenue and a lot of security resources uh, and great vendors around us, keeping people from logging into accounts that didn't belong to them. 
nefarious actors, whether they were bots or humans, getting into accounts, stealing loyalty points, stealing personally identifiable information, um, you know, uh, figuring, figuring out how to reroute packages in some instances or create fictitious reviews or create forward-looking spam assets, you name it, uh, that's what was happening. And it was, you know, it was and still is uh, costing businesses an absolute bloody fortune. You know, all of our credentials are out there strewn on the dark web. And so when proper credentials show up, it's very, very, very hard to say, you know, that's not Kyle or that's not Ari. And so folks get in and they wreak havoc and the costs are, are, are problematic. There's like this parfait of pain that comes to businesses. There's all of the remediation costs along with the hard costs of whatever the loss was. There's, you know, there's, there's having to spin up teams to deal with, with the regulatory burden. Uh, there's, having to deal with the reputation damage, whether that's social media inflicted or SEC inflicted, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, we, we just heard from this group, hey, we're in a lot of pain on this subject of ATO and maybe you guys can help. Given all the competition in this space, what made you confident in the deduce mission in solving this problem? Yeah. So, you know, look, you got to be a little crazy or a little naive to do these things time and time again. Lord knows there's easier ways to make money. If that's the only thing you're interested in, then building new startups, particularly in, uh, you know, in what appear to be fairly crowded markets. But this is a less crowded market than you would think. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, from, from a mission perspective, the mission of deduce is really to tackle B2B to C account takeover predictively and collectively. Um, and there are a lot of companies that are taking on account takeover. There are certainly lots of companies that go out and get dark web data and, uh, and, and bring it back and say, hey, look, here's a pile of sm uh, smoldering ashes. Um, there was a breach sometime over the past 24 months this particular credential, as an example, was compromised. We just want to let you know, you know, not, not actionable. Good to know, but not actionable, not timely. Um, you know, there are, there, there are certainly a bunch of companies that have come before us that have had a lot of success triangulating signal, a variety of different signals. And we stand on the shoulders of giants with respect to, to their efforts, but we see the shared signals model a little bit differently. And I alluded to, you know, the fat data pipes that exist in ad tech and the, uh, the signal sharing, you know, that we grew up in um, and the, the data riches, if you will, of that market and wanting to bring what we know of that, the, the, the practices, the privacy controls, the know-how into cybersecurity where there are many, many, many fewer actors. I would describe cybersecurity today um, as a business that is unfortunately data impoverished. And I say that lovingly um, because it's a business that sees a lot of data, but it's a lot of managed data. It's not a lot of owned data. 
clients specifically own their own data. They're not, they're not willing to share data for many reasons. And therefore, most vendors, most companies out there looking to help with this problem have a bunch of siloed data that they don't have access to that they cannot crunch together. And so their customers cannot be the beneficiary of any network effect whatsoever. You know, we're blowing up that model, lock, stock, and barrel. So we've got a huge identity network. We ingest data from over 150,000 sites in real time. We can use all of that data for the benefit of all of our customers. It all happens in quote real time. And it's a much different construct. So when you look at the competitive set, sure, a lot of people are talking about account takeover. We're doing it a little bit differently. And it winds up the case that, you know, what we're doing, even if there are other vendors in there, is incremental and valuable to the customers we serve. That is a fascinating approach to account takeover. We've seen the same trend in a number of other security domains. Threat intelligence is probably the most obvious example, where additional data in means higher quality data that can be shared out. Now, thinking back to the, the origins of Deduce, you'd obviously done this several times at this point, navigating successful companies. So what did that process look like from the early days of Deduce compared to some of these previous ventures? You know, we were very fortunate when we started Deduce, we had had uh, a modicum of success. And so, you know, we did not need to raise venture capital money uh, early on. Uh, we could uh, toil in obscurity, tinker with data and data models uh, put a bunch of data infrastructure together, put a bunch of deals together um, that would allow us to, to test a variety of hypotheses um, before going out to market to find investors that we really wanted to be partners with for life in this business. Uh, and I think one of the artifacts of you know, having a, a, you know, a, a few decent exits out there is we could really pick and choose who we wanted. We've had the pleasure over the years of working with some really, really great investors. Uh, and I wouldn't change any of that for the world. This time around, um, you know, we thought about who are the investors in particular that knew way more than we did about this subject and that would be willing to roll up their sleeves for us, send the emails, make the calls, tell us when we were being idiots. Um, you know, really help us along in the quest to find product market fit. And I would say that was something that was very different about this business. In the past, we've worked with some awesome uh, in investors, um, you know, for the advertising space uh, or in the identity space. And we were able to find those folks in the cybersecurity space uh, this time around. Uh, and that was a huge win. So we were able to stack the deck, if you will, um, by proving out some of some of the model early on, taking it to the folks that we most revered in the cybersecurity space, uh, and then bringing them on as a result of, uh, of some of the very early traction. Speaking of investing, just back in November, Deduce announced a $7.3 million round. How did that accomplishment compare to previous funding rounds that you'd been through at some of your previous companies? 
We did. So yeah, in, in November, we announced a $7.3 million seed round. Uh, that all started back in May of 2019. Uh, and then we were in stealth mode for, for a while, uh, building out the data infrastructure, building out the deduce identity network. Uh, every time you go out to raise money, it's a very humbling experience. Um, you, uh, you get to pitch your dream. Uh, you get to sit in front of people who uh, are often much smarter than you, uh, who have lots of pattern recognition, who have uh, seen a lot and done a lot in, in the space or at least in adjacent spaces. And, uh, you know, it's certainly, a, um, it's certainly a, an opportunity to get a bunch of very high quality consulting, uh, which is what you get when people say no. Um, and you know, this, this time around, um, we really had to convince people that we could replicate the success of circulate in the cybersecurity market because it just hasn't been done before. There wasn't a playbook for building a very large identity network in particular to take on uh, account takeover. So like, certainly there are shared signal models out there, but this was a very different construct and and in the earliest days of fundraising, people told us we were crazy and that it wouldn't work um, and that there was no there there. And, we, you know, we were just really fortunate um, to have True Ventures and, and Ridge sign on early along with some, some just superstars in both the cybersecurity world and the data world. Now, aside from the funding round, what were some of the other key signals that demonstrated deduce was going to be able to succeed at least in the short term no i think um i think team was was a pretty decent signal uh present company excluded we were able to bring in some real high quality players from companies like uh new data uh count riskified so you know, i think we were able to show that folks uh, who were in this business valued uh, what we're building and wanted to be a part of it early and would make the the jump. Um, I think that uh, that folks appreciated uh, some early case studies around the efficacy of the data that we were able to to show. We were able to do a case study in particular uh, with a firm. I won't name the the name of the firm, but uh, you know, arguably a giant uh, in the risk and cyber business with you know, over 40 years uh, of, of data um, and the bumper sticker that came back on the case study was, uh, wow, you've got a lot of data that matches ours. You've got more than we do. And there's, uh, there's more than just incremental lift here. Uh, and you guys amassed this data in, you know, in, in a year or so. Um, I think that was telling for investors because there's no point in aggregating uh, this sort of data if it's not useful. Um, and I think investors valued the ability to understand its usefulness. Interesting. So it sounds like really the partnerships, in addition to the internal team, uh, provided some of that momentum that allowed you to keep growing to do so at the rate that you previously talked about. So. On the flip side, what were some of the, the major challenges that you faced at Deduce in, in the first couple of years? I think every young startup faces myriad of challenges. 
you know, you uh, you're you're up at night late thinking about putting the right people on the team. You're up late at night thinking about having the right design partners who can really sniff out the value of what you're doing. You're you're thinking about product market fit. You're thinking about tweaking the product so that it delivers the most value uh, that it can. And you never stop doing those things. This business, like all the other businesses, has experienced all of the same challenges, all of the same standard startup challenges. And this is, you know, this is a new industry for us. Uh, so learning to speak that language comfortably, learning the vernacular of cybersecurity, learning to be comfortable in our own skin, talking about the value that we're bringing to the table in our different approach, um, learning, learning even the acronyms um, early on uh, was challenging. And we overcame that challenge, like we've overcome the other challenges. Um, and um, challenges are, are not over in this business. We, we, we've got miles and miles to go here, uh, you know, before we can declare victory. Um, every day, it's all about making sure we're putting product in the hands of customers who value it because we're looking to keep as many consumers secure as we possibly can. And the more customers we get, the more consumers are kept safe within their four walls, if you will, online, but also everywhere else they go. And so this, this model builds on itself. And ultimately, we hope to be a really important piece of cybersecurity data fabric that spans the web and keeps more people secure. And you know, that is just challenging in and of itself to think about. You mentioned the security vernacular. Security professionals do love their acronyms. So what was it that allowed you to pick up on the security language? What approach did you take? You know, we've got a really sharp investor uh, that was the key to me thinking about this. So one of our, one of our uh, investors um, is a guy called Nat Turner. Um, Nat and his partner, Zach, are phenomenally successful entrepreneurs. Uh, they started uh, building a company called Invite Media, which traded to Google. Um, and then they decided to get into the healthcare space. Um, and they, they built a company called Flatiron that Roche acquired for a couple billion dollars or more. I don't know exactly. Uh, but these are guys who didn't know anything about the healthcare market and faced the same challenges. So, so I posed that same question to Nat as we took this on. And I can't remember the exact words, and I don't know if he'll ever hear this. Um, but, he, you know, he basically said, hey, like, I studied a lot of film. I read everything I could. I had conversations and pretended to know the lingo for a while um, until I did. And it was just practice, 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 practice in front of a mirror so you don't look like a moron in front of folks who've been doing this for 30 years. And it was some sage wisdom. Um, and so I, I, you know, I won't claim you know, that, I'm, that I'm great at it, that I know every single acronym, that I know all the lingo, but I certainly don't get laughed out of rooms. Right, but at least you're fluent enough to speak the language now. 
Exactly. So looking ahead, what's next for you and the deduce team? We've got a lot of work to do. So we are, we're really focused on our alerting platform. And this is a platform that levels the playing field between what the internet titans and huge banks have and what everybody else has. So I'll give you a little bit of background on it. Um, if, you, if, if you're an internet titan, if you're Google, if you're Facebook or Instagram, uh, you know, Microsoft, Apple, you've got all of the cybersecurity infrastructure that you need, but more importantly, you've got all the data you need. You see everybody. Everyone else fundamentally lacks data. No matter how big they are from a revenue perspective, they just don't see as many users as those folks do. And so they are at a disadvantage. And because they're at a disadvantage, consumers themselves are less well protected. And I think that's why account takeover fraud is the fastest growing fraud online, up nearly 300% in 2020 over 2019. Lord knows what will happen this year. But we're focused there um, on suspicious login alerting, which is a tool, a technology that the internet titans, that the big banks have had for a while, but that few other companies have been able to deliver to consumers. And it's seemingly simple, but humongously important to inspire confidence in users, to build trust in users, while at the same time making them responsible as the last line of defense in account security, because you cannot have privacy without account security. And everybody's focused, therefore, on the braiding of the two. And so we've got a very significant, let's call it surrogate data asset that tons of companies can take advantage of, along with the tooling in the rails for suspicious login alerting. And we delivered that product in mid-September. We've got 21 companies that have now uh, signed up to use it. Uh, it's in production, it's GA. Um, and this is going very, very well. There are real benefits to every constituency with respect to this suspicious login alerting platform. Um, and when I say suspicious login alerting, you probably know what I'm talking about, right? These are the alerts that you get concurrent with a login on a site like Facebook, or if you log into Gmail, if you're between San Diego and New York, for example. So there's a, there's a new geography, or perhaps you've got a new device, or you're exhibiting a new behavior. Are you familiar with those, Kyle? I am. I actually have a bit of a security operations background myself, and it sounds like the deduce team is using some similar detection mechanisms, uh, such as geolocation. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, it's right. It's 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 geo. Uh, it's 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 behavior. It's device. It's all of those things. Uh, and obviously, if you see logins from a huge constellation of sites, you've got an advantage uh, because you can spot fraud and fraudulent patterns and keep your customers safe, much like. Facebook or Amazon or Google or Apple. Um, and so that's what we're doing. And the instrumentation is really simple. This is something uh, that even from a DevOps perspective is, you know, takes a few hours to implement. It doesn't take days. It's not an enterprise implementation. Um, it hooks up with every transactional email service provider and it's branded. So 
you know, maybe, maybe you're the, the, you know, the biggest restaurant reservations provider and you want to have the same functionality as the tech titans. Well, that's great. You can put that in really, really quickly. And, you know, Kyle, you might receive an email that says, Kyle, was that really you logging in from Moscow? Right. And you'll look at it and you'll say, hmm, I'm in San Diego right now. That's scary. I'm going to push the red button. Wasn't me. You'll get a chance to reset your password. That data payload, you know, goes to other security vendors in the stack for that company, whether it's Splunk or Slack or PagerDuty and any number of companies. Um, and, you know, we can really help to orchestrate a concerted defense that way. And we can really help specifically uh, to get a handle on the ATO problem and clean that up before it really becomes uh, a massive issue. Right. Unfortunately, I am all too familiar with uh, those account login notifications. Just last week, I found out that one of my accounts had logged into from China and immediately received one of those notifications. And it's really remarkable how these different companies have developed the technology to um, allow for such rapid identification, but also remediation for consumers of their products. So Deduce has an exciting mission and it sounds like you have plenty of sleepless nights ahead. That's, that's for sure. That's for sure. And, and what's, what's really interesting is um, to the extent to which we can catch a bad actor trying to log into your account on one site, we can help to prevent that same actor from abusing your account and the business that serves you elsewhere in your digital life. And to the extent to which we can make that network effect bigger and bigger and bigger, it's great for consumers. It's great for the businesses that serve them who don't want to have a remediation problem, who don't want regulatory burden, who don't want reputational damage. Right? And it's great for the security companies that serve those businesses because we can help them do a much better job. Right. Well, thanks again for your time, Ari. Best of luck to you and the Deduce team moving forward. Really quickly before we wrap up and for our listeners, is Deduce currently looking to hire? Thanks so much for your time, Kyle. We are always hiring. Yeah, absolutely. We've got some recs out specifically on the engineering side. We're hiring in sales. Um, and, you know, to the extent to which I've learned anything in building startups, we are always open to the right talent. Um, so if you're listening out there, please feel free to get in touch, ARI at deduce.com. Perfect. Thank you again, Ari. Kyle, thank you so kindly for having me. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and you can write to me at kyle at secureventures.io. I'm Kyle McNulty, and you've been listening to Secure Ventures.